Uh, take his uh, snowboarding 
just fun. Play football with me. And my other uncle allowed me to work at the store. Uncle Wendell. You know what I'm saying? My Aunt Deborah taught us how to count money and work at the store. So I'm not expecting everybody to have that. Right? I'm also not expecting everybody to understand how to handle the police. So I want to give you my experience on how on how to handle the police. And I'm talking about doing my days, right, of crime. So good advice. Since everything seems to be going haywire. Whenever you go outside, right, prepare yourself to have maybe an experience with the police. Now, I know you're saying, man, we live in America, man, why Why we got to do it? Well, first of all, uh, do you see what's going on? Second of all, you need to be abreast of the issues. Third of all, you need to understand how police handle these situations. I got an aunt that worked for the uh, Philly. She worked, she retired, working for the Philly Police Department. So I get to hear her uh, uh, point of view, and maybe one day I'll get her on here, right? And like I said, my cousin's husband, Sheriff. Okay? So I, so I got to hear all sides of the story. And from where I'm sitting at, in the life I used to live, you need to go outside expecting to deal with the police. Whether it's a traffic traffic stop, right? We, we know how they uh, pull over black people more often the way they look at us. They call it racial profile. Right? We get that. So expect that. And expect to know what you want to do before it happens. See, that's very, very important. What do you want to do when you run across the police? If you don't have an idea on what you want to do, then you need to stay in the house. I know you say, well, man, everybody ain't got to do that. Man, we're not everybody. And I think we got to recognize that. You got to recognize that you're an African-American. Stop tipping through the tulips. Like, you got to know who you are and where you are, where you at. That's the most important thing. So if people don't know who they are and where they at, they'll act in such a way that don't match up with where they at. Like if you forget about racism, white supremacy, if you think it's all cool because you can just go shopping, right? If you think that you stand an equal chance on equal footing, then you're in trouble already. So I'm thinking based off of um, all the riots of thousands and thousands, millions of people, white Americans, black Americans, and all that, you would seem to think that the police would, would, would take a second look before they shoot, right? That's not how it's designed. First of all, you get a certain caliber individual working for the police department. A lot of people come from the service. They train to shoot to kill, right? Uh, the mentality is there. You, you need, like, aggressive personalities, right, that they have for the police departments. And most police working in your particular community ain't even from your community and don't have their finger on the pulse of the community, okay? So you got a lot of things going against you. Not to mention, crime rates are higher, right, in certain social, economically challenged communities. Simple as that. So the police are interacting with your community, right, dealing with negativity all day, every day. Imagine that mindset now. You always want to be able to put yourself in their shoes, right? You got to think like the damn police, yo. This is how we had to do it, right? When we was in the life of crime. You had to literally think like the knockers. Think like the feds. Think like the police. You don't just run out there without a plan. So now I am telling you, the African Americans, you need to go outside with a plan. You need to already do when you run 
across the police. You need to already know what you're gonna do before you call the police. So if you just got a fight of two individuals outside, why is you calling the police? Think about that. Because that one call that police could turn deadly. And that's exactly what happened. Stop calling the damn one police, y'all. Handle the disputes within your own community. How about that? That, that? Listen. I would have said this. The less times you come in contact with the police, the better off you'll be. So that's a fact, right? Start to take some accountability. You need to be able to handle breaking up fights. You ain't got to always call the police for that, right? Think about what I'm telling you now. Why are you calling the police for a fight? You'll say, well, wait a minute, man, these fights escalate. People have guns, people get stabbed. See? So we gotta start raising our children a little bit better. This is not to excuse the behavior of the police. Because the police aren't, aren't gonna change. The police been doing the same thing for my last 53 years, right? And I suppose they'll continue to do the same thing. As long as there are violent criminal people in North America, those who are not violent, which is the majority of the African American community, you're gonna be in harm's way. What they call it, what they call it in war? They call it friendly fire. Yeah, that you're catching the heat based off of, right? Catching the heat based off of what other people is doing. Or based off an enemy attacking you. So to the police, the criminals are the enemy. And since you look like the enemy and dress like the enemy, right? And you're not getting that break, you're gonna get what the enemy getting. You say, well, man, what are you talking about? It's hard to make a determination whether I just flash a cell phone or a gun. Put yourself in their shoes. So you gotta know, when you get pulled over police, right? You gotta stay calm. Remember, you've already thought about what you're gonna do. You've already talked to your babies on how to handle the police. You've already had this conversation. So you're gonna stay calm. If the police say stop, damn stop, right? Just chill out, relax. Understand that you're really supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. So since you haven't done anything, that there is no need for the smart mouth, there is no need for the talking trash, you, you gotta know that behind that badge, behind that gun, there's a damn person. Whether it's a white person or a black person. And y'all know how I get. Y'all know how people get. Y'all know how I get. We get to howling, acting crazy, but I ain't got no gun. Watch this. Understand that if anybody Runs up on you with a gun, there's a certain type of decorum that needs to happen. Simple as that. Whether it's the police, whether somebody robbing you. If somebody robbing you, right? Do you start talking trash to them? Yes or no? Do you say, what the hell are you robbing me for? No, you don't. You either break immediately and get try to get away right? Or you just get robbed and deal with it another day. That's how you need to start dealing with the police.
Have your mind made up. If you're going to break and get out of there, right? Or you're just going to chill out and know that you're going to get bailed out and know you didn't jump wrong. So I'm thinking like this. If you ain't did nothing wrong. See, it was different because we was doing stuff wrong, right? But when we encountered the police, we had to make it seem as if we wasn't doing nothing wrong. Remember, police, they're trained to read body language. So one of the things we used to do when the police was coming, we would just walk towards the police. See, police aren't trained to deal with people that are just walking towards them, right? When I say walking towards them, I don't mean directly walking at them, but walking in a direction. Most people flee. So if you're fleeing away from the police, right, that for them, the way they train, that's the key that you're doing something wrong. Now, if you're not doing nothing wrong, you ain't got no reason to be walking from the damn police because they don't know who you are. And now you putting your life in the hands of a person who one, don't know you, two, got a gun, and three, based off of the relationship we got in North America, might not care about you. We call it racism, white supremacy for a damn reason. Right? So for the life of me, we see what's going on, right? All the extraordinary stuff, all the slick, you can't do this, man, chill with all that, man. That don't mean you're not gonna get shot. Because we seen people handcuffed, right? Literally handcuffed. Brother Floyd, he handcuffs, right? right? And he still died. And I ain't gonna get into all the specifics on how he should have acted and all that. I'm just simply saying, right? That deal with the police like you would deal with any individual with a damn gun. Have a plan for that. Have a plan for how you wanna deal with the damn police. It's simple. This is the world we live in. For every action, there is a reaction. There need to be some type of community gatherings to understand that, to fix the broken relationship between the police department and our community, right? You, we, you, need, to, you need to deal with the police, right? Because police are human beings and you know damn well how emotional human beings can get. We already know. Y'all acting like the human beings ain't human. You So if you talk, if I got a gun and I'm coming to take your money or whatever I'm gonna do and you talking straight trash to me, what do you think? Think about that. There, if, there's no need to elevate the situation. This is how we used to think. We, we got bail money, we gonna get out of jail. So I'm not shooting it out with the police because I got bail money and I have a lawyer. I'm not saying anybody can afford to have a lawyer. I just was raised that way. But what I'm saying is, the interaction with the police, your job, watch this, as an African American, I don't know about what your job is as a white person or Korean or Mexican, I don't know. As a African American who ancestors has went through the transcontinental kidnapping trade, your job is to defuse the situation. Use your mind. You got to be sharp. You just got to be sharp. You got to know how to put them at ease. So whenever we would get pulled over, right? Whenever whenever the police came to lock us up, we would, we, we would lord a guard, right? With proper conversation. I ain't saying you got to say, yes, sir. I ain't saying all that. I'm simply saying is, right? A person with a gun, there's a certain level of respect you give to them, whether you feel like they deserve the respect or not. It just says that, right? And so it's the way you talk to people. All right. 
I don't mean bite their ass. I don't mean none of that. That ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying is stop looking at them as if they police and look at them as a person with a damn gun that could potentially kill you. And I think we need to start with that right there. Stop being asleep. You could potentially lose your life when you're interacting with the damn police. You could potentially lose your life when you're interacting with a person just trying to rob you and stick you up. Am I correct in that? Our mindset gotta change. So all the tough Charlie, right? Not saying that any of the people that got shot was trying to be tough Charlie, right? We've seen people just in a car, right? And they and they nervous, right? And they move around and the police shoot. We've seen all that. We've also seen the videos where a person make it back to their car, right? And shoot the police. So let me give you the rule here, watch this. When we was on the street, right? And brother Sheffern, shout out to the pseudo killers. He brought this up. He said, man, the rule is, man, you'll never let a nigga get to his car. If a person said they go into their car, you take care of that. If you see a person shooting for the car, you take care of that. What makes you think the police are any different, y'all? See, that's what y'all mistake. Y'all was thinking that, well, they the police, they got a certain standard and they got a certain way that, you know what I'm saying, they would handle the situation, they won't shoot me. Because, you know, they got the law, really. So now we trusting them. We're trusting human beings, not knowing what kind of day they had, not knowing what kind of scrubs they didn't have with their wife, not knowing, what, not knowing what type of people that they have had pride to you. So we're gonna trust that, huh? Nope, you treat them like a person with a damn gun. Simple as that. Treat them like a person with a gun. Alright? Simple. It's not hard. It's not complicated. That's the best damn advice I can give you. Because I can see what's going on. Right? I'm not going to try to act like a moor when the police pull me over. I'm not going to try to act like an Uncle Tom when the police uh, pull me over. I'm going to act like a grown ass man when the police pull me over. He got a job to do, and I got a job to do. My job is to get home to my damn family. Guess what, y'all? His job is to get home to his damn family. You got to understand it. See, y'all got it twisted. Y'all act like the police are some damn aliens from some damn where, right? And just some yahoos. Well, I'm thinking they're yahoos, but trust me, they got families, right? And in the goddamn academy, right, the first thing they tell them, hey, man, if a person got a knife and you feel threatened, shoot to kill. See, y'all been watching too many Western movies where they shoot the gun out your hand or shoot you in the leg. Man, that's not going down, man. They're trained to shoot cinemas, right? I was in the Marine Corps. We're trained to shoot in cinemas. We're not trained to shoot you in the damn arm because it's harder to shoot somebody in the arm. Only in the wild, wild west do the gun get shot out of your hand. But I did see a YouTube video where the white boy was brandishing the gun, sitting down drinking beer, and they shot the gun out of his hand. Well, maybe it was a snipe or something, but that was funny. You're not going to get that, y'all. They're going to shoot you and send them ass. Lord knows, don't be going to your car. <laughs> don't be going to your car. Right? They'll shoot you in the back. Uh, what about the video where <laughs> the police pulled somebody over the gas station and the guy got out the car, his hands up, and the police told him to go get your license in the car? Remember that? Go get your license. And the man reached in the car and they shot him. I'm not going to get my license. I'm not doing shit these days. I'm keeping my hands up. Go call the other officers. Y'all can go through the car. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I don't want you to search the car. 
but I'm not doing nothing. I'ma chill and I'ma make my ass home. So that's what y'all, all y'all got a duty to make it home to your damn family. Not to show them how much knowledge you got of the law. Not to show them how slick you can be. Not to show them how much history you know. Man, that ain't your goddamn job in that moment, y'all. That ain't your job. Your job is to get home to your friends and your goddamn family, man. Simple as that. They don't want to hear about the law. They don't want to hear you break it down. They don't want to hear none of that. Man, your job is to defuse the situation. You, you ain't, your job ain't saying, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Nope. Nope. I, I ain't saying that. Nope. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm not suggesting that not a little bit, not a teeny bit, not a halfway bit. I'm not suggesting that at all. Because as a man, you should never have to lower your standards of being a man. Right? I'm not even saying yes, sir, no, sir, uh, to my deceased parents. I'm not even I wasn't even saying yes, sir, no, sir, to my aunts. We wasn't we wasn't raised like that. But we was raised to respect authority, right? Okay? We was raised to understand if a nigga got a gun, he got a damn gun. <laughs> you feel me? So man, you know, I don't want to keep y'all too long, man. And I know I, I know how y'all can get at times, man, but you know, like, come on, man. Um Y'all can go ahead and show them how much history you got. Y'all can go ahead and show them how much Morris American you got in you. Y'all can go ahead and show them how much Black Lives Matter and all that. You know what I mean? Hit them with all that. At the end of the day, man, man, they got the guns, man. And at the end of the day, your job is to get home. Like, are y'all serious? So is a traffic stop worth it? Is a fight? Between two other people, is any of that worth it? You know what I'm saying? Is it worth it? It's like for me, I always understood that I'ma get bailed out. That 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 all that. I don't care what I had in the car. It didn't matter. I supposed to I, I supposed to make sure that I had that taken care of. I ain't supposed to be in the car with no damn drugs when we was hustling. And I never was supposed to be that way. And if I got caught like that, then I'ma man up with that and beat him in court. But you just gotta be sharp, man. Man, fight with the police. I ain't doing all that, man. For what, man? So I'm just trying to get y'all to understand, man. It's a war going on out in them damn streets, man. All right? And you're dealing with human beings. So I, I'm just saying your, your, your job as an African-American is to get home to your damn family. But hook a crook, man. Your family love you, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I mean, I understand... Uh, uh, um, how y'all feel, but the fight, the fight ain't in the damn street, man. Listen, yo, the fight ain't ain't between you and the police officer, yo. The fight is in making a serious change in the community, right, and in certain laws. That's the damn fight. You're never gonna change the police department, man. You're never, there's never gonna be no guns in America. And as long as you got guns and people willing to shoot guns and bad guys willing to kill people with guns, right? And law-abiding citizens willing to go outside their house, man, it's going to always be people getting shot, man. As long as people is shooting the police, shooting at the police, man, it could be one person shoot at the police, yo, and that means the other 500 people in fucking trouble because they, they, they can't necessarily determine um, <laughs> the difference. You know what I'm saying? So if I got on a white t-shirt and some Jordans, right, and I'm out on the corner, 
right? I got some gold teeth in my mouth, but I'm really a, a trader on my, you know what I'm saying? I'm on my off day and I'm basically just going to the gym, but I'm a, you know, I'm a stock trader. I trade stock, you know what I'm saying? Bitcoin and all that, man. I got to know how I'm looking at this point, right? I got to understand all that. It's called being aware of your surroundings. Oh, uh, everybody else ain't got to do it. The hell with everybody else, nigga. We ain't everybody else. And everybody else ain't get dragged over here with trains. And everybody didn't get kidnapped for their native land. And everybody uh, uh, didn't get erased of their history, their moral, their social conduct. Everybody didn't lose all of that. Stop acting like that ain't what happened to you. Recognize that that would happen to you. And recognize that people are going to change when they want to change, not when you want them to change. Recognize all that. Nobody's feeling sorry for us right about now in these moments. Only thing that's going to help us is that they cut the check. See, if they cut that check, we can change a lot of that. They cut the check, we can change our communities. They cut the check. See, my man yesterday was saying, yo, if they cut the check, we're going to make Gucci and Prada more rich. So what? Let a nigga spend his money like he want to spend his money. Everybody not going to do it. Right? First of all, we, we, we spend emotionally because we feel deprived. We feel like we deserving more. So when we get money, we spend it. We, we do not understand what money represents. We do not understand how to pass money off in generations. But who hell fault is that? So I'm telling you, when we do get the check cut, everybody not going to mess their money up. And we're not just asking for money. We're asking for education, right? We're asking for programs, right? We're asking for everything that we lost. We need that, right? We, so that we can restore our community to a healthy standard where the police ain't got to get called into an environment where they treating everybody like a damn criminal. Now, I don't know about you, but if I worked in the police department and a couple of my buddies have been shot, right, and I'm going into a situation, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to treat everybody the same. Because I ain't got time for it. I'm trying to get home. All right? I'm treating everybody the same. And if I'm saying freeze, don't go get your cell phone and try to start taping because I might think the cell phone's a damn gun. I'm just telling you how it would be for me. Now, I know y'all gonna make up some shit. Yeah, well, you know, I wanna make sure it was a cell phone first. Yeah, you be you be in a damn casket and your damn, your, your, your damn family be crying their damn eyes out. Whatever, I ain't trying to hear all that. Yeah, I know I'm gonna get it out of you. Whatever, all right? I'm saying keep it in mind, man. Keep all that in mind. Put yourself in their damn shoes for a minute, right? You gotta think it through, right? The only way for us to change this thing here is that they cut the check and then we vote for things that will put us in position to make them cut the damn check, all right? It, it's important to even learn the voting process. It's gotta be a set way of doing things. We have to establish a protocol because we can't get keep, we can't keep getting shot at a high rate, right? But we can't keep having high crime rates in our daggone cities and our damn communities. We can't keep having that. High crime, right? Everybody wearing the Jordans and the gold teeth and the chains, right? And police, right? High crime, crime criminals have guns, right? All that, we're going to get shot twice as much, yo. That's a fact. Like, it's right there, right? They've been studying these numbers for the last five years, and we get shot up twice as much. Plain and simple. Just plain and simple. So, it, 
What laws are going to change for that? What what police department going to say, hey, man, you know, make it the five second rule or make it the, the two shot rule. Only shoot them twice. So what's the number on the time somebody should pull a trigger, yo? Shoot them twice. Once. Yeah, that's fairy tale. You know, when you mad and you shooting, you just be shooting and you be thinking the person's still moving after you shoot them. There's not going to be a law to say shoot him one time. There's not going to be a law to say don't shoot him in the back. That law is not happening. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not happening like that. If it do, I would be very, very surprised. Oh, y'all looking at the wild, wild west where you had to face the person you're going to shoot. Remember the wild, wild west? You face off somewhere in England too, up, up there in France where they do three paces and turn around and shoot. Don't shoot him in the back, man. That's not going down in America, bro. Because people be reaching for shit in their cars, yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know how it's going down. So at the end of the day, man, we just want to have a clear understanding of, 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 of what it is we up against, right? Um, you're talking about Josh. Um, talking collectively to only how we're going to what? Only how only way we're gonna get ahead is un is understanding money before we receive the check. Man, listen, man, that's everybody don't want to understand the money. Everybody don't want to, everybody just, everybody don't, you know, we're different. Some people are going to take the time to understand money, have savings and all that. I get that, bro. But everybody not going to do that, right? So my point is, cut the check, right? There are going to be enough responsible African-Americans that's going to make sure their kids get into schools, that's going to make sure they have businesses, that's going to make sure, right, we're ready for the next wave. And for the next generation. Trust me with that, man. Trust me. It's going to be enough of us. And there going to be some, a few that just want to shop and go broke at the end. But even if they go broke, there still should be programs in place. We got mental health issues. Right? We, we, we got family issues. You know, all these issues come out of the uh, transcontinental kidnapping trade. You know, all these things bestowed on us. We didn't just, you know, wake up one day and had these problems. These issues have been bubbling for a very, very long time. Right. And I'm telling you, don't the reparate like like we need the reparation movement, man. Like we shouldn't even go outside howling and screaming about nothing but reparations because we can change our community. And if you change your community, right, you can lower the crime rate. Why? Because more people find it better to have a job or have a business. You know what I'm saying, uh, you, you know, you, you, the businesses in your community should be black owned where you can hire each other. Like all these things help lower the crime rate. You know what I'm saying? We're not as dumb and as petty as they make us seem to be. Given better options, y'all, the African-American is just like other people. They will take the better options, y'all. Everybody not. But for the most part, human beings have shown when they get a better option, they will take it. So if we got a river full of fish and food, we no longer got to go over there and fight this tribe for that little bit of fish and food in the lake. It's a better option. So we no, long, no longer have to sell dope, right? Get involved in all that if we're making just as much money as a person making selling dope. Because that's what it all boils down to at the end of the day. By the time you subtract the lawyer fees, uh, by the time you subtract your friends getting murdered and shot, by the time you subtract the bail money, by the time you subtract all that shit, man, you'd have you made more money just working a good steady job, man. <laughs> What's the price you put on your life for being locked up, huh? Right. So yeah, I just well, so so that's my advice. Have a plan before you walk in these damn streets.
Understand that that person is not only police, that person is a human being with a damn gun. Forget that. Understand that. All right, so look, man. <laughs> we change it now without a check, man. None of that shit changed without the check, bro. Hate to tell you. None of that changed without your social economics changing. Similar as that. What's going on, Sean? I hear you. We unarmed with shot. Yeah, we unarmed when we get shot. Yeah. Sure. We know that. So we know that though, right? But here's a good fun fact for you. I don't know if it's fun. But most people that get shot and killed by the police do have guns. There you go. Simple. All right. Look, family, I'm out, man. I appreciate everybody's support, man. Hey, man. We're going to keep it going, man. And I'm out.